This is Train by Grace 2 with Catherine Elizabeth, and we are continuing in Mark 10, 17 through 31. Jesus here is brought a question, and he has some answers that I think have been very misunderstood. I don't know that I totally understand them, but I pray the Spirit leads us as we have this discussion with Hattie and David and learn from Jesus with a rich young ruler. Hi, David. Hi. Hi, Hattie. Hi. What is our story about today? Well... Somebody comes and asks Jesus a question. So let's get into this because it's a very important question. In verse 17 of chapter 10 of Mark, he it says, And as he was setting out on his journey, so Jesus was setting out on his journey, a man ran up and knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, so this would have been Rabbi Tov. What must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Some people have used this particular little passage to say that Jesus is saying, I, I'm not God. I think like any good Jewish rabbi, Jesus is making him think. You called me good teacher. What do you really mean by that? Because he's going to tell him something very hard. And sometimes very hard is easier to take from somebody you really trust. Yeah, like if my dad tells me something, I know what he's telling me is true, even if I don't really understand it or it's really hard. Whereas somebody I don't know, if they just say something that's hard, then I'm probably just going to think that that's not a good thing for me to do. Right, and there's safety in that. Well, this young man is talking about eternal life. There was a debate in Jesus' day and age about eternal life, whether it was even a thing. This young man, for some reason, had become convinced there was eternal life. And he wanted to find out what Jesus thought. And he had attained a lot. He had attained a lot of his goals in life. You'll find out here in a minute. And it was his goal. If eternal life was something he could have, it was a goal for him to get that. So Jesus is, is questioning, who do you really think I am, before he answers this very important question. That is an important question. It is. It is. So he continues. He doesn't really listen for the guy's answer, which is kind of unusual with Jesus, actually. He just continues. This is all one statement. 
Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Notice he skips a few. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he said to him, Teacher, all these I have kept from my youth. Well, Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You lack one thing. Go, sell all that you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. Wait a second, wait a second. Isn't that two things? Well, to follow Jesus meant giving up his status, giving up what he had, giving up what he had accomplished to be taught. So he'd accomplished a lot of things. He'd set out to have his goals. And Jesus is saying, this is beyond what you really comprehend. If you really mean what you just said, if you really want eternal life, then you're going to have to follow somebody who can lead you there. And you don't know that path. That's not something that you can lay out goals on. Disheartened by the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Oh no! He went away? Yes, and people wonder who this is, and maybe at some other time in the future he comes back to Jesus. Uh, Some say that this might have been Joseph of Arimathea. Possible. But he hit this guy where a decision needed to be made. And sooner or later, we are going to be hit with those decisions. Do we follow God or do we follow our own path? And those decisions are hard. They're not easy decisions. But they're what we need to do to have eternal life. Right. And Jesus looked around and said to his disciples how difficult it will be for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were amazed at his words. Now, they were not amazed, probably for the same reasons we would think they would be amazed. We think that somebody who is wealthy loves money. I don't think contextually that's what this means. Contextually, the Sadducees in that day and age thought that there wasn't an eternal life and that you were rewarded by God with the things that you had. So being wealthy was a sign at that time that you were closer to God than anyone else. So for Jesus to challenge that was a big deal. Wow, that makes everything turn on its head a little. Yeah, it does. It does, David. Yeah, that is backwards to what they were thinking. It is. And the disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said to them again, Children, 
how difficult it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. So this is another saying that is easily misunderstood, and there's been a lot of conjecture about this and a lot of things about camels. Jesus is saying that the way to enter the kingdom of God requires us to not have any baggage. Our entire goal has to be to enter the kingdom of God. Now, we've got to do things to eat. We've got to have jobs and, or some other way of making income, making doing what we need to do. Sometimes those can be in charitable organizations. But nevertheless, there are things in life that we have to do. But what he's saying here is the focus has to narrow to very, very narrow. It's not automatic. It's not because of your heritage. It's not because because they thought they were sons and daughters of Abraham and Sarah. It's not because you were born into a certain family or you were born into a certain place. He's saying no. There's a big difference. And the more you think you are, the harder it's going to be for you to give that up to understand that the point is entering the kingdom of God and that all of this is temporary, is what I think it's saying. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Verse 26, And they were exceedingly astonished and said to him, Then who can be saved? talking about who can have eternal life. Jesus looked at them and said, with man, it is impossible. There is no way. There is no way you can meet your goal. Man by himself cannot do that, cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now that makes sense because it's the kingdom of God. God's kingdom, he's king. Man is not strong enough to break into the kingdom of God. Man is not God. Man is not more powerful than God. We need to think about that a minute. This is the kingdom of God. God has to be king. That's the definition of this. With man, it is impossible. And by the way, there have been a lot of myths and a lot of stories, and even the pyramids were built, in essence, for people to have a way that they they had made that they thought would get them to eternal life. So Jesus is talking about a great deal of history here and saying none of that, none of those past myths, none of those past things made eternal life possible. <coughs> Man cannot do this. <clears throat> with man it is impossible, but not with God. For all things are possible with God. 
Peter began to say to him, See, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly. Now, <coughs> that word truly, we don't translate this way, but it is the same word we use at the end of prayer called Amen. So he's really saying Amen here. Amen means, May this be truth or truly, or truth. So when we pray, we need to pay attention to that. Jesus, interestingly, starts many of his statements, if you look for it, with this, amen. I'm going to tell you truth here. Amen. Truly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel, who will not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. Wow. So that made him think about the whole eternal life thing totally different. Yes, it did. It was very, very different. That must have kept him thinking for a while. You're right, Hattie. I think it did keep them thinking for a while, and I think it should keep us thinking. I think this is a passage that we really have to think and pray about deep in our hearts and and make those decisions. I think this is a passage that makes us realize that we either believe in God or we don't. We either believe he is right or he isn't. We either believe he is wisdom and truth or he isn't. And it's this is a signpost. This is a put a flag in the ground. Where do I stand here? This is an important story in Mark, and it's an important story in our lives. Sometimes it's hard to follow Jesus. Sometimes it is. This rich young man had, had done a lot. He had a lot of status. He had a lot of importance. He had made his goals. He was a very wealthy young guy. He, he'd, he'd done everything that he'd been told was success and he was good at it and he'd been he hadn't underhandedly gotten it and he hadn't cheated somebody along the way according to what Jesus asked him he'd followed the commandments he treated other people right and so this would have been a very different reaction than he thought he would get But he went away sorrowful because he realized it was true. He realized that all of that was about him and not about God. Even though he'd wanted to follow God, that was all in his power. And he needed God to help him do the last step. We all need God to do the last step. We all need God to walk with us through all of it. That's why Jesus gives us the Holy Spirit. When we accept him, he gives us the Holy Spirit to walk alongside us because otherwise there's no way. It would be impossible. 
this man. Wow. Let's pray. Jesus, you lay us out a map that says, before you open this map, you need a guide. (laughs) You are entering the kingdom of God, and you must, you must check with God. You have to be, you have to buzz the door and, and, and have God allow you in. And Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by you. So Jesus, we ask you to do the impossible in our lives. We ask you to give us eternal life. And Lord, help us to be willing to give everything up to follow you. Just like you gave all of heaven up to pursue us so that we may have eternal life. Thank you for your love, Jesus. In your precious and holy name, to you be the glory and the power and the kingdom and the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. I hope you have enjoyed this section of Mark 10. I hope that and pray that you, your heart will be open. You will have that honest discussion with God that Jesus challenges us to here. God loves you. May you understand that he placed excellence in your heart and he placed eternity in your soul. But for you to have eternity is impossible without Jesus as your Savior. We lost that ability at the fall of man to spend eternity with God in our midst until it is restored when Jesus takes us home. May you invite Jesus as your Savior today and tell him, that you want to be guided to eternal life. And may you not leave sorrowful, but make that choice today. Have a good journey, friend. If you need more resources, check out what's next later in this podcast. God loves you. Remember, proclaim his excellencies, and you are one of his excellencies. This is Turn by Grace 2, and if you're listening to this podcast, podcast i wanted to say thank you and there are various things you can do as a next step number one if you need to know more about jesus being your savior and lord please get a hold of me via email at trained by grace to all one word trained by grace trained t-r-a-i-n-e-d by grace to at gmail.com 
and put in the subject line podcast um, for all of these options. So if you need to know more about Jesus, please get a hold of me or someone you know who knows Christ. Um, if you would like to be part of this prod- podcast proclaiming his excellencies, you can put subject line podcast would like to be part of proclaiming God's excellencies. If you would like to have a resource, have a Bible sent to you, please put that in the email. If you have a prayer request, put that in the email. So thank you for getting in touch with me. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And may you be blessed um, and know Jesus is your Savior and Lord. And remember, you are one of God's excellencies.